Hello, welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday, episode podcast. 24. It's a podcast, yeah. Um, this drops on August 8th, 2012, and is a weekly pop culture film and music podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. My name is Dan Gorman, the devil. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and I didn't know you didn't have a mother. <laughs> I'm Greg, and I'm Fragile. Hmm. Must be Italian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, we got film roulette later, hero swap later, and a new segment uh, where we throw back and check out some stuff from 1987 for the 20th, 25th, 25th. anniversary. Yep. <laughs> We're going to look at some uh, music and an album every week. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, f- but first... Movie and an album. Yeah. yeah. Music <laughs> and an album. <laughs> It's too. I don't think you. We're know. gonna we're gonna listen to music. We're gonna listen we're to an, an album, album, a cassette, uh, a record, an LP, a record. Uh, no, if you have time, an audio laser disc. Uh, <laughs> Definitely an audio laser. Disc. Yeah, I'm gonna man. pull out some eight tracks. Yeah, that's what always bothered me about the Grammys when I was like young watching it. I'm like, why is there an album of the year and a record of the year? That's yeah. the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, first, I want to just. I'm going to say this off the top. Uh, I'm not going to delve in too deep into it, but I watched a movie this week called Watchers. Right. Uh, Greg knows about this. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Watchers. I've never seen it, but I always wanted to. Starring uh, Corey Haim and I the world's Co- smartest dogs. I love Corey Haim and I love dogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's based on a Dean... Uh, a, Dean a R. Coons. Coons. Well, yeah. yeah, just Dean Coons now. I read that book. Really? Yeah, I read I a, I really read a few Dean Coons books back in the day. The funny thing about the book is it's about a guy, like an old man, who was like a Marine, but mm-hmm. then in the movie they were like, I oh, will just make him Corey Haim, a high school student. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Why? Yeah. So he finds a dog, and then there's a monster that, for some reason, it's telepathically linked to the dog. Gotta they have kill like that a dog. brain thing. And I put it on, and I was like, "Well, this isn't very good. Um, I don't know what I'm, I'm probably going to turn this off." But then the dog gets introduced, and it's the best fucking dog in the world. Oh, he yeah. types on a computer. He's, he's with a good a boy. He winks. He plays Scrabble <laughs> with Corey Haim. It is the funniest shit. I've yeah, ever but seen. does he win? Because if he can't even beat Corey Haim at <laughs> Scrabble, a, man. he like spells out in Scrabble like, "You'll die if you stay with me." Like, <laughs> oh. How like, many what? How many points do you get for that? <laughs> Triple word score. Um, yeah, I just want to say everybody. Go watch that movie. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Go Netflix it. It's on American We'll get into that movie deeper later. I think we should. I could talk for an entire episode about that movie. Oh, yeah. We might have to dedicate a whole show to it. Yeah. Um, Is there anything? I watched, well, I watched something, too, I had a lot of fun with. Um, Netflix has recently uh, uh, put a bunch of trauma films on there. So I watched uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. I have not seen that in a while. Uh, I hadn't actually seen it all the way through because it was was made in 1990, but then it didn't surface in North America until like 96 for whatever reason. I don't know. Distribution problem or something like that. Or they're like, we can't market this racist movie. (laughs) (laughs) But I think the exact memo said, fuck you, Kaufman. Yeah. yeah, So by the time it came out, I'd kind of done my trauma thing and they'd already started making like not fun, bad movies by 96. Like that was kind of the Yeah, yeah. The turning point, but uh, it's great. It's like it's, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's totally ridiculous. It's super it's, goofy. It's a little slow for a trauma. Yeah, film. it's like an hour and forty-five minutes, and yeah, it does yeah. drag a little. I remember. Yeah, but I like the lead guy. He's a lot of fun, and it's just, super goofy, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, like totally. PG thirteen. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like the most. Uh, I was talking to our friend Bruce still about some it. There's stuff in it, though. Yeah, I know, there's but it's some, not like it's not. No, like it's not a. There's head no head crushing. crushing. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, a, not a lot of children getting their heads run. No, no, no. no. Uh, children die in it, though. Yeah. Uh, stabbed with swords, and there's don't, there's don't boobs, worry. there's rape, there's yeah. all kinds of things you expect from trauma. <laughs> it's uh, you know, completely inappropriate to yeah. all people. Don't worry, <laughs> someone's gonna get raped, you guys. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. I don't know if you were worried about whether or not there would be. It's PG thirteen. But it's in there, okay? Yeah. No, I remember watching that and thinking that, it, like, I, like I was saying, I was talking to a friend, Bruce Bruce Douglas of Lonely Nights fame. Uh, we were talking about how it's kind of nice that it's like they're it's not as like in your face. It's actually just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember well, I haven't the, seen it since college. The reason for that was because w- when they started making it, um, the backers and like the studio were all like, "Let's we we can actually make something geared towards kids here, yeah, yeah, and make money off of this." Yeah, and Coughlin was like, "No, no, rape and blood." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there was like a battle while they were filming most of it, and then eventually Coughlin won out in the end, and that's why, you know, yeah, he feels in, in criminals, you know, a, a, a pimp and a hooker turned into sushi. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot. Of, they only throw chopsticks. He, he shoots yeah, chopsticks yeah, yeah. or whatever. That yeah. fight scene in the park is exceptional. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I it's remember. Good times. I remember reading in in the in the uh, trauma book that like apparently he was a minor uh, star over there, Kabuki Man. Like, oh, kids totally. would come up to him when they had him over there and be like really excited about it. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> become strange, like the second you know identifiable character for them after Toxie. Yeah, after Toxie. Yeah. Anyway. It's fun. Watch it. Yeah, it's kind of the was... end of the trauma era. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's get into the '87 throwback. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'll have a song, so I'm not gonna yeah. pause for song. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, want to make one up? Uh, it, it's seventy. What? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's seventy. Throwback. Yes, for for eighty seven throwback, the lyrics will be it's seventy, <laughs> it's seventy throwback. I like a movie, I like a record, also a cassette. Um, <laughs> all right, well, we're gonna talk about a movie and an album. And what do you guys want to talk about first? Um, well, let's get into the movie first. All right, we wanted to, uh, you know, it's the twenty fifth anniversary of well, of a lot of seven, lot of, of a lot of good shit, a lot of things happened in eighty seven for entertainment value. Um, and so we want to take a look back, <laughs> some less so, some yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna look back at classic uh, VHS titles from that era. It was the eighties, and it was the boom of the uh, the home video yeah. experience. And there was just so many movies that were made for yeah. uh, uh, home watching that, never, that were never intended to be in theaters. That's where trauma came from. Um, but uh, or things that you know, generally, if you were a kid in the you know a mom and pop video store or a convenience store, the titles you would see on the shelf. We're gonna try and yeah. As many of Hopefully those as something that like is identifiable, even if you've never seen it like yeah. walking by. You know, with... you know the box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and going through the list, there was like an insane amount of movies from '87. Yeah, that it's were crazy. fucking amazing. So our first one uh, that we all watched this week was uh, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Yes, which the is a, a classic example of of a cover that scared the shit out of me as a kid because yeah. it's got the guy's head and it's like turning into green. Yeah, and it's going all into warped. a church. And I remember yeah. walking through uh, Steve's Quick Check was where I used to rent from, and I remember walking had to walk by the horror section to get to like new releases, and like this just this cover fucking scaring the hell out of me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I, I like this as a choice too because it's a Carpenter movie. But yeah. even like all, most of the like uh, fairly big Carpenter fans I know, it's kind of like, oh, I haven't seen that one. Though. Yeah, like, this was slipped by. It was a, a failure in theaters too. It didn't really work out. 
I feel like this movie... <laughs> it was a failure everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked it when I was a kid. Because there's a few images and shots in it that yeah. really stayed with me. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of great, great images. <laughs> but now this is the first time I've watched the whole thing straight through in many years. Yeah, and uh, it's not a good movie. <laughs> no, um, it's, it's super funny. Though. All right, yeah, it's a lot quite of really funny. So the, the gist of this movie is there is a church, and uh, there's a priest that recently died, and he died with a box with a key that yeah. opens like the. The basement area of this, and then a bunch of uh, students, like physics students, sure. get like corralled to come and and work on something, and they don't know what. And you find out it's this like canister of green stuff that turns out to be pure evil, right? Uh, and it gets let loose. And uh, there's a lot of scenes of people getting sprayed in the face with evil. Yeah, <laughs> which, is, which is in every instance very funny, hilarious. So very, now very the funny. the evil when it's just wow. in the canister, <laughs> there's God, a lot of that. evil. Oh. Tastes terrible. Wow, um, it just tastes like lime fresh. <laughs> Now, when the evil's just spinning and the canister all green, and all the homeless people in the neighborhood are like wandering around, they, yeah, and getting and real spooky, like yeah, there's <laughs> ants everywhere, and but only the homeless people are affected by yeah. this green. And Alice and Cooper, Alice Cooper <laughs> and Alice Cooper's the leader of them. I don't know how they got him for this. Like, okay, we're gonna put you in a movie. Oh, cool! I've been interested in getting into movies. What am I gonna do? We're gonna paint your face white, and you're gonna stand around with some hobos. Yeah. And then what? He's like, oh, <laughs> not much else. That's it. You're going to kill someone with a bike. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, that's like, cool. Like, I have a bike. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my bike. Well, I have half a bike. Yeah. <laughs> is, that good, is that good enough? Even uh, better. Fine. It'll yeah. do. Um, yeah, the thing about this movie is that it ha- it kind of has that Carpenter, uh, like it kind of clicks along, even though it, like not all, it really establishes a weird atmospheric tone. Like it just yeah. kind of goes. Except for, for like the 10-minute really long, long credit sequence. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, te- I texted Greg while I was watching. It was like, it's like 11 minutes into this movie, and they're still cutting back to, like, grips and, <laughs> like, executive producers and shit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a weird... I feel like a lot of people have, have gone back to this movie and, and placed it on too high of a pedestal. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've read people saying, like, oh, this is, like, his lost masterpiece that, like, no, should have gotten no, 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 the recognition, no, no. but... It's just are a the, flawed. Are those people racist? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is shockingly. Oh, racist the one character. Yeah, the guy from Big Trouble in Little yes. China yeah. uh, says the worst, most weirdest things. Weirdest things. They don't yeah. make any sense. No. Like oddly racist, and I don't know if homophobic is right. But yes, well, yeah, he does. He, does he did sense. say that when in he was a, a kid, he, panic. yeah, he was diet. He had trouble sleeping when he was a kid, but his doctor told him it was just homosexual panic. And it's like which, by gag. the way, is my favorite psychedelic furs album. Really, it's my. favorite favorite new indie band <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and it's a weird sexual <laughs> panic at the disco <laughs> and it's like it's tossed off like it's like he's he's making a joke like he always ends like scenes with a with a really dumb thing and it's supposed to be funny and you're like but it doesn't make sense yeah like, <laughs> like, why did he and tell the asian girl i'm sorry guy. i said you looked asian yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know <laughs> Maybe oh. that's a thing in the Asian community. Maybe yeah, they're not yeah. supposed to tell each other that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if there's one thing to watch for in this movie is that character and all the really ridiculous shit that yeah. he says. And that, that joke that he tells. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. He's racist against Jewish people and black people, too. Yeah. <laughs> He's not discriminating in his no. overall racism. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah, and a strange cast. 
Like, it seemed like Carpenter was kind of, like, trying to use his different stable yeah. of actors. Because, I mean, he brings Donald Pleasance back, who just is asleep through the whole movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he and then no he's got Victor Wong from mm-hmm. Big Trouble and the, and the younger guy from Big Trouble. and But then he's got the other guy from Simon and Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with a is mustache. The, is that the main character guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, he's really weird. He was, he, <laughs> and when he's trying to, like, pick up that girl, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. He, like, Sexist says something really... proud of it. Yeah. That's my favorite you stupid bitch. Let's yeah. get a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's There's the matter? I said some sexist shit and you clam up. What's yeah. going on? Yeah, he does say that. What's wrong with you, helmet hair? Jesus. <laughs> Don't you relax. What's he wrong with say? her haircut? I, I was uh, like, I'm really shocked that this pickup tactic's not working. You're being a giant dick and she's not jumping into bed with you. Although but she then does she later. does, yeah. With that hair. That horrible hairdo. Yeah. This, oh, oh, it's, not, yeah. it's almost not fair, though, because he is entirely outacted by his giant mustache. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think he had that was like... I gotta get away from Simon and Simon. You know, I don't want to be typecast. How do we do that? Mustache. Too big of a mustache. I think, I think John, John Carpenter was like, I need character traits from everybody, and he was like, Oh, oh, oh mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna leave it up to you. <laughs> Show yeah, up yeah. on day one with some kind of a character trait. <laughs> I'm gonna be a weird sex. Yeah, and that's with a the giant mustache. That's the thing. Like, oh, the characters are so thin. Even though we spend a lot of time at the beginning, it's like they're still just like mustache man and like girl who doesn't like sexism. And yeah. like, <laughs> but then there was Susan. Yeah. You know, radiologist, glasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean glasses, Susan. Yeah. yeah they send that over and over like, every time. Every Have you seen character. Susan, radiologist, glasses? glasses? I don't know. Susan, radiologist, glasses? glasses? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to assume she's downstairs getting green goo sprayed uh, in her mouth. Uh, Susan, radiologist, glasses. Where are you? I'm right yeah. here. <laughs> I don't recognize you without your radiologist. Um, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Like overall, this movie is it's it's pretty. I mean, we've had a. I've been laughing pretty hard just talking about it. It's worth watching. It totally, it, it, yeah. It you is, should. It is funny. It's, it's, it's no lost it, classic. And there still are great shots in it. The, the slow yeah. pan oh, yeah. coming around the church the, yeah. and the dark figure totally. emerging in the doorway. And there's some really so creepy great. things that happen the, in the it. The guy, the guy, um, uh, beardy, uh, beardy guy. I can't remember what his name yeah. was or who he was or what he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he, when he's standing outside and he's all made of bugs. Yeah, and oh, yeah, part, yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. It yeah. also has, uh, there's a character named Leahy. <laughs> his name is Leahy. <laughs> and uh, when you're first introduced to him, he comes up the stairs and introduces, <laughs> introduces himself to two characters and he's like, hi, I'm a lady. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we were around a couple twice. of times. Yeah. And they're like, he, he said lady, right? <laughs> I'm a lady. Uh, hey, I'm a lady. <laughs> I haven't read this script. Uh, yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I playing a dude or... Uh... <laughs> Keep going. Okay, I guess right. lady. Oh man. Yeah, I feel like this. Is, I don't know. This came before they live, and then I think after that, the last movie of his that I really liked was in the Mouth of Madness. Yeah, so, I mean, like this is the tail end of his. This was like, right after Big Trouble and all the the, the controversy yeah. he had with film studios. Mm-hmm. So he tried to do this all independent, and you know, this is what you get. Yeah, <laughs> you get like an uneven movie. You, but get, it's worth you get the Simon and, and Simon guy who wasn't Gerald McRaney and a racist guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of green slime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. should have gone Major Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the album we're going to talk about is Sonic Youth's Sister. Yeah. Um, I... I like Sonic Youth uh, a lot. Mo- mostly I'm familiar with Goo and Murray Street. Mm-hmm. I had actually never listened to this album. And, I mean, I've heard Daydream Nation. Sure. Uh, you know, I've heard some of their other albums, but I've never hit that, like, point in which I become obsessed with Sonic Youth. Sure. 
So yeah, this was my first introduction to this album. Oh, that's cool. I'm assuming you guys have heard it and loved it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah for a I, long time. I, I love it. It's not my favorite, but uh, it's it's amongst my favorites because uh, I mean, 1987 is it's almost an embarrassment of riches for albums. Yeah, and, and uh, I think this is a good one to start with because this is. The, this is the album where Sonic Youth kind of found their footing. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And it it is a precursor yeah, they, for everything they... they're going to do beyond yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. But this is also this is the the hum of the underground mm-hmm. of what the '90s are going to be. Yeah, this, like, this comes after like, kickoff. This point. comes after Evil, right? Right. Which yeah. was like noisier. So and then noisy. Just yeah. Well, this, Dream, this album sort right. of marries the their sort of noise, uh, uh, crazy feedback sound with their great pop sensibility. Yeah, like structurally, totally. kind yeah. of reins it into the into like being. more more poppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is the lead into the masterpiece. It is the you know because Day- Daydream Nation is ki- kind of the the uh, uh, generation definer. Yeah, yeah, For them, you know, some would say goo, maybe more, but I, I think people say goo. I think a lot of people say dirty as well because that was when they were. Uh, that was, I think, their first major label. That was when they were on. Uh, That's on DGC. Death yeah, yeah. Um, and that was also uh, what ninety one when that album 92. came out. Ninety two. Ninety two. And goo, yeah, goo yeah. was the first DGC one. Oh, was oh, it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. According to Wikipedia. And but, then, yeah, Dirty. Like, I remember a lot of people I knew were listening to Dirty. Well, yeah, because Dirty no, got I'm, a lot of I'm play a little bit because younger. it was, it was around the grunge yeah, time. Where... Yeah, it would fit in perfectly with grunge yeah. and everything. Yeah. But as far as, like, college radio and being in the know of what was coming up and what was hot... You know, Daydream Nation was kind of that. Yeah. You know, oh, you don't know. Well, you don't know Daydream Nation. You don't know shit. Cause that's, yeah. That's the record, right? How many but people sister... did you tell that to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I was more of a dirty guy in high school, but then <laughs> you know, <laughs> Greg was a more of a dirty was, guy. Yeah, so uh, not clean. Yeah. Um, but over time, I uh, Daydream Nation became more of the go-to album for me but sister is just about as good i feel like i mean it's, I think it so too, starts out so strong with schizophrenia yeah. and like catholic block is a monster of a tune but it flows really nicely and it, and it is tempered very well with their feedback noise and again the pop sense yeah yeah and it's some just, like kind of like discordant stuff even though it's being played within like a poppy structure like yeah, yeah. They, they, they do a lot of that like oh like are they in tune or like are they playing notes like that are that are bouncing off each other in the wrong way like purposefully obviously mm-hmm. like they do a kind of a lot of that stuff which is super cool and um, it, it's such a wicked contrast to what was happening in music yeah. i mean this is the future of what uh kids are going to be listening to and you know almost mainstream radio is, is going to turn into because the top layer are like uh, the 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 pop layer of 1987 at this point mm-hmm. is like whitney houston yeah uh and nxs and u2 and like this is what's going on underneath of all of that you yeah know? it's uh uh, longer lasting and further reaching than you know appetite for destruction which was also 87 <laughs> yeah i yeah i think that i i mean i i've only listened to this a handful of times because as i said it's my first uh time listening to this album but uh i think i might like it as much as daydream nation which sure. i spent more time with of course. And i just feel like i've i've come kind of over that by now so it's almost like i'm discovering like a second album of theirs that oh, i can yeah. like all of a sudden be like oh yeah now this is their shit from sonic youth that i'm into now you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's a really really strong album and i, I again almost like a, a career uh definer for them I yeah think. um but yeah and it really you know again with our theme of so far this, this show it's great summer music yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really good for walking oh, yeah. around all, in the blazing sun sonic you know? every sonic youth album is a good is good summer music though, yeah so much it, it's just such a strong album you know stereo sand city uh, tough gnarl yeah i don't know pacific coast highway it's just non-stop it's yeah a, definitely uh, absolute classic everybody if you, I would if you don't know sister go check it out 
Um, yeah. And yeah, then so we'll, those uh, we'll have more from 1987 yeah, next, next week. Yeah, next week we'll have another movie and another album. Mm-hmm. And another theme song. Another, another theme song. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's just get you to do theme yeah. song. <laughs> right, we'll come with nothing prepared. <laughs> you will stumble so through you know. it again. <laughs> now, now that Marvin Hamlish has died, I feel I'm taking his place. <laughs> um, all right, well then let's go to film roulette. Okay. All right, Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two winners get to go see something that looks good and the loser has to go see something that looks shitty and the loser also gets to give the winners an album as payback for having to see a crappy movie. And uh, this week... We went and saw Total Recall and Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Days. So let's get going about uh, Total Recall, guys. Yeah. All right. Well, I had I, to go see. I had to see a shitty movie, and yeah. I want, I'm going I'm to talk about it afterwards. Um, I, ju- I just got back from it. Oh, you saw it today. Yeah. Today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Total Recall remake of Arnold Schwarzenegger's 1990 uh, sci-fi classic, action yeah. classic. Great movie. Uh, directed by uh, Paul, Paul Verhoeven. Yep. And this one's done by Len Wiseman. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Both starring based off of a Philip K. Philip K. Dish. Right, uh, we can we remember s- for yeah. you wholesale. Right, yeah. Um, uh, Total Recall. I was not expecting a whole lot out of this movie, and I think I, we. I didn't really get a whole lot of it. It's okay. not as bad as I thought it would be. Okay. Um, and I I heard that because we were saying going into this that it was weird that all the trailers made it look really similar to the yeah. other one, but then I have heard yeah, it's, it's people not. saying that like the plot's very different. It's very no. different. Nobody gets their ass to Mars. No, yeah, yeah. it's like movie. a tunnel or something good. Yeah. in between. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a very weird idea that there's uh, basically what's going on now is after many wars that the the Earth is close to inhabitable except for two. Colonies, one that's essentially Great Britain, and yeah. the other being Australia, and that's it. But Australia is just the colony, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, but now, and all the poor people live in the colony, and they take a subway, yeah, yeah, <laughs> through they the have, middle they of they the take earth, a subway through the middle of the earth to go which work. I'm pretty sure a giant hole through the middle of the earth <laughs> isn't going to fuck with it at all. <laughs> so that's all above board. It's so weird. Anyway, so that's what they they have to go back and forth like this to work every day. Yeah, like this is your ride. You fucking it's called through. the fall, and you go through the earth oh, okay. to the other side to the, where yeah. the rich people are and work for them. So. Yeah, that's the idea. Colin Farrell is uh, is our is our Doug Quaid this time. He's married to Kate Beckinsale, who totally fucking steals this movie. Really, I was more interested in her than anybody else. She's wow. the bad guy in it. They combine her with Richter, okay. Mike, Michael Ironside yeah, character yeah. instead of uh, it, it, you know being a switchover where it's his girlfriend and he chases Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. She's just the she's a, a cop. And she she has to chase Colin Farrell through the whole movie. Okay, her physicality is great. I read that she did a whole most of her stunts herself. She's a great physical presence. The way she chases him, it kind of reminded me of uh, Robert Patrick in T uh, two, just having that menacing like, oh. nonstop. You know, yeah, chase she's, down. she's always after you. Kind yeah, of thing. she's great. And uh, Beale is really good too. Um, the really, women, the women kind of I felt like were the most. Crazy because I don't uh, really like Jessica Biel. I, I was never really a fan of either of them, but yeah. in this movie they were great. I thought. Uh, I, I think. Um, I, I guess I can agree with you about Kate Beckinsale. Like she was, she was acting mm-hmm. uh, where where nobody else was. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, th- this movie just suffered from everything it lacked. Uh, and, and maybe well, it has it's no not soul. fair. No soul it also has no Quado. No Quado, uh, no has, Mars, no uh, mutants. But no the mutants. three boobed woman just because. Yeah, but just because. Like, it was just like, yeah. well, we kind of have to do yeah, that. Yeah. So they just tack it on. Um, it was like, I don't think I've ever been that bored for two hours of my no. life. Mm. I was just, I, and, and oh, it just made me hate everything. Uh, uh, like, Brian Cranston wasn't great. And no. he's, how is it, how can you not get a good performance out of Brian Cranston? Yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, Bill Nye, he shows up, and he's always awesome, and he shows up and says two words, and then, and then there's nothing else from him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it was just like. And the set design is lazy, too, because when they're in the poor town in the colony, it's just Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, entirely. <laughs> the mixture Blade of different yeah. Asian culture, cultures and the, like, Chinatown kind of vibe. Okay. Uh, and then when charm. you get into and it's raining all the time, right? Constantly raining in a dark. There's no sunshine. Mm. Uh, but then when you go to uh, uh, you mean Minority Report land? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Swish. <laughs> Casey nails it. Amazing. It's yeah. Minority Report with a touch of the Fifth Element. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> in the trailers they had like the cars flying around. Shit. Yeah, I was yeah, looking. Yeah. Which, which there are shots that are kind of cool in that. Uh, yeah. But but, but it's it nothing new. No no no. It looks exactly like Minority Report for yeah. so much of the chasing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then uh, I'm just, uh, fuck spoilers. I'm gonna spoil the end of the movie no! here. I couldn't. I was kind of starting to zone out a bit, not really caring about the plot. And then basically to end the movie, because what's going to happen is Brian Cranston is your new Cohagen. And what he wants to do is build all of his robot cops to send them down to kill everyone in In the the colony colony, and then rebuild the colony with just synthetic people. Right. To do all their work for Mm -hmm. them. I don't know why, because all the poor people are doing it it anyway. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, But then to stop this, they basically just blow up their subway to work. (laughs) (laughs) So they can't screw you. You know, they're like, hey, we're free to not have jobs anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what anyone won there or what the whole... Uh, and they really, like, at the beginning, they're kind of giving you the vibe of, like, maybe they're going to play a little bit more with what is real and what is recall yeah. more than Verhoeven's did. They did not do at, at all. all. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. they were like, what if we do? We're not going to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what if? No. Because <laughs> Verhoeven's. Is it, this real? Is, is this no, it's super real. subtle <laughs> with it? But then it makes it, you kind of wonder at the way, the way the 1991 ends is like, is this, because this is like right out of the fucking shit yeah. you know, from the beginning of uh-huh. the movie and then like how it was set up for his trip. And also, uh, Total Recall in 1990 ends in a fade to white. Yes. As opposed to, to a, fade a fade to black, to black yeah. which gives you this totally different, like, waking yeah, up from yeah. a dream or awakening mm-hmm. uh, vibe. And this one just, yeah, they, they toss the idea of Ugh. it possibly being all a dream yeah. out the window. Um, I, well, uh, so, sort of they do. Like, they, you know, he wakes up and, well, you know, well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to spoil things. Or I don't know. I already did. So. They blow up the subway to work. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> can't go to work no more. But then he wakes up and then there's Jessica Biel and it's all over. Is it over? I don't know if it's over. Yes, it's, it's over. over. Yeah, <laughs> it's over. And, and, yeah, like, it's like they do that thing it's like where you're just supposed to go like, oh, no way. And yeah, then that's yeah. just over before it begins. Uh, yeah. And there's just, yeah, there's no great one-liners i mean total recall one is just full of yeah, quotable yeah. lines yeah, yeah. you know consider that a divorce <laughs> and, and i've always i they're set up perfectly for that i'm like say it say it just fucking say it yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't say it there's nothing memorable about I anything it would have been super cool if he had said it like like that yeah. the, 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 the divorce. Yeah. i don't know where he just talks like like <laughs> yeah, like schwarzenegger like for one, for one yeah, line yeah. i would love yeah that. Uh, uh, oh now, 
but it's I, I I thought it was going to be worse because some of the action stuff looks wonderful. Yeah, uh, it's really uh, crisp and, and nicely done CGI. I liked some of the consistency of of, of the design of characters, like the uh, the cop robots had a very specific look that I dug. Yeah, yeah, they uh, uh, all any of the Johnny Cabs. Uh, no, no Johnny Cab, no, I know, no, right? Man. But then all of the ships and stuff like the the little pod cars and stuff yeah, like that yeah. had the same Magnet designs no 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 like the uh, the police mm. like little cruiser flying things yeah the magnet no 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 not on the highway like not the actual police cars they're bigger they're like a helicopter oh okay right those things looked like the robots like yeah, the, yeah. like their heads converted into a manned vehicle which right, i was like right. oh well that's kind of cool to keep the you know like general the, theme yeah right. but i mean these are small the theme like, yeah. well it doesn't entirely have no you vision. just didn't say the movie that that thing looked like a robot yeah that's all it's like a robot head we've got to get to the giant wanted. robot head thing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we should have named that better yeah i can't uh necessarily recommend it i mean if you have nothing to watch when it comes out on blu-ray yeah, it looks I'm, very I'm nice wait and, and again beckinsale and beale are, are, are pretty good in it you know who i really didn't like is and they didn't he didn't have anything to do bokeem woodbine for yeah, some yeah. reason he just really fucking bothered me like hmm. like he he's he supposedly played uh, uh colin farrell's best friend and i'm like why would anyone want a best friend that's this smug <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just a cop. He's <laughs> pretending to be drunk. We can all see this. Oh, I love that. I love that bad part. Drunk like, that guy's bad, bad fake drunk. drunk. I don't think he's ever been drunk before. <laughs> oh my god. He's all like like falling over. He's like, mm, I'm drunk right now, you guys. Yeah. But he wasn't when he first started that conversation <laughs> until Colin Farrell mentions him being drunk, and, and then one... the next line is like blah blah blah. <laughs> there's one line where he's drunk. I drank too much. Anyhow, Colin Farrell, I'll stay away from later. recall. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to recall. I said that loud. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely... Uh, I'm going to wait on this one. I mean, I wanted to see it, but uh, because I lost and I didn't go see it, yeah. I'm probably just going to wait. I'm not in, yeah, I'm not, not super excited. No, wait for... I heard Dread was really good, so I'm kind of I'm kind of going to... I want to go see Dread. When that, that's out very soon, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, yeah. I'm looking forward to I, that. I heard that it's actually, like, super badass. Well, it's a remake that doesn't have Colin Farrell in it. Yeah. Uh, so it's this got, is the second, like, kind of heartless remake he's done. Like, mm-hmm. it's the, the Fright Night. I liked was better Fright than Night. this. Oh, I didn't I mind Fright Night. I liked Fright Night a lot. He's actually the best thing about Fright Night. Yeah, but it he still makes doesn't it. have any but soul to it. For no, me. I don't know. I thought it was a Do lot. Do you want to watch it again? Like, I will. I've seen watch. the original I would one watch like it again. a dozen times. I like. would watch the Colin Farrell one again. I, yeah. do, I agree that it. Be, I probably will watch it again because of his performance. Yeah, he is but the strongest I like thing movie. in it. Yeah. yeah, but it's just weird. He seems to be the go-to remake guy now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I went. And saw Diary of a Wimpy Kid Dog Dates, or did I? Case's excuse corner. <laughs> <laughs> Can we agree? Can we finally agree that it's not called? No, Casey's it will excuse always be Case's yeah, excuse corner. Yeah, you started it. You started it. Um, <laughs> I had all day to go do it yesterday, and I didn't. I'm a fucking idiot. But uh, what I did do was I. Uh, that's I, not a very good excuse. I saw. <laughs> move, that's that's why moving, it'll never be Dan's excuse move, corner. Yeah, moving, <laughs> your excuses suck. Moving along from my non-excuse, I did uh, watch Diary of a Wimpy kid the oh. original no oh, okay all right uh, i was gonna i was gonna watch both of them back to back and i watched the first one and i decided i didn't want to do that <laughs> <laughs> so i didn't <laughs> but so i was all excuses i didn't want i was all i was all primed i was like i'll make it up to them like whole like d- over doubly i'll make it up by watching both and then i watched the first one and i was like yeah i'm not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> this is good enough no i'm just um 
Uh, this movie is uh, based on like a series of books uh, about like kids' books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About this kid named Greg who's going to middle school and kind of what happens to him in middle school. Uh, I thought this movie was surprising because I don't understand if it's like this in the book. I think I, I heard that it's not, but uh, the main character Greg. Uh, the 11-year-old is, uh, as Casey would say, a cock. Uh, he is an asshole. Uh, he goes to school, and he has lots of shit happen to him, yeah. But, like, he has this best friend, and he, like, breaks his best friend's arm and, like, never says sorry. What? And then, like, the best friend gets popular because he has a cast. And then, like, the main kid's all upset. He's like, oh, I gave you that cast. That's for because of me. Like, oh, you owe all your popularity to me. I want to be popular. And I was like, this kid's a dick. Wow. <laughs> like, I would Does never... he break his arm on purpose? <laughs> uh, they are playing this game that they play a few times in the, in the movie where the fat kid that breaks his arm... Uh, gets in a, a big wheel, and then uh, the Greg character throws a, like a ball at his head. <laughs> and they play this game a few times, and every time they go back to this game, the the, the main the, the chubby friend kid is like, "Why do I have to be the one in the uh, in the big wheel?" And then like the main Greg character is like, oh, "I don't know." Anyway, and like, beans him in the head with a ball. Oh, that's the, that's, that's the, the entirety the of the game. That's the game. I'm on board with this movie yeah. now. Actually, How do we play I this mean, game? There was a few <laughs> parts. If I saw that in a movie. I'd be like, I don't care what else happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just want to play that game. Um, there was a, I mean, there was a few things in this movie that I thought were were funny uh, for. For a little while, I was like, okay, this isn't that bad, but I, it definitely wore thin very quickly. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, Chloe Grace Moretz is in this in oh, a yeah. weird role where, like, she's, like, this cool girl that kind of befriends them a little, but they don't ever really do anything with her. She's just there sometimes, and then they're not not there other times. <laughs> and it was really weird because, like, I didn't understand. She doesn't really have a big part in it, um, and she just kind of shows up later. And then, I mean... The more I thought there was a weird moral to it where it was like, oh, if you're a dick, then, like, don't worry because your friend will forgive you later when you, like, own it, own up to it or something. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, he's still he's still a jerk. <laughs> this kid's still a jerk. But then there's another, like, uh, line from Chloe Moretz where she's, like, talking to this bitchy girl. And she says basically, like, uh, you're going to grow up and go to high school and then that's going to turn into real life. And nothing that you think is good and interesting and important will be important anymore. And I was like, "That's fucking harsh, but real." I was like, "I was like, that was the one thing." I was like, "Good on you for putting that in because fucking right." Like, yeah, tell the eleven year old kids that nothing's plays, gonna. But she plays a kid who's the same age as them. Yeah, I think so. She's, I think she might be a year older or something because she so reads. Where's she getting this insight? I don't from? know. Well, she's cool. The first, the first time you see her, scene, she's reading drunk. Howl. Uh, uh. <laughs> is she wearing a beret? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She does wear a beret, and then she also uh, carries like a Pentax camera around at all times. She runs the newspaper. Um, yeah, I did not. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the word. I mean, Steve Zahn's in it, and I was kind of happy to see him because I like nah, Steve Zahn. Yeah, Steve sure. Um, Except yeah. in Saving Silverman. So I don't know if they get better from here, but this was pretty bad. And yeah, I was like, I'm not going to watch the second one or the third one. Uh -huh. I apologize, but I watched this one. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oddly enough, there's some all right music in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Weirdly enough. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, it was bad, but uh, it was what it was. Yeah. So because I had to listen, uh, because I had to go see a, a bad movie last week, I gave you guys as a punishment slash not punishment for me, maybe punishment for you. Mm -hmm. Dillinger Four's uh, album versus God from two thousand. Mm -hmm. What did What did you guys think of this? Uh, I think it was very much a punishment album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like this either. Now I All do right. get. 
the difference between this and, okay. and, and Newfound Glory. And, and, and yeah, other pop Okay, too. so at the very least, you guys will say you can understand why this isn't that. that. Yes. A- absolutely, because yeah. Newfound Glory, that album didn't have any ideas there's on no, it. There's no, yeah. there's no songs on this album about, about girlfriends. N- yeah. No, no, but one thing that really did piss me off about this album is that every song... I found the songs very... Like, each song has a bunch of different ideas. Like, their guitarist is at least inventive in that he comes up with different ideas, but they're all boring ideas to me. Mm. And and every single song seemed like it was entirely centered around its super clever name. You know, like, all of the titles are like... Like, there's Simpsons references, and there's, uh, like... Like, what's the first one called? It's like a takeoff of another punk song. Who didn't kill Bambi? Yeah, right, who didn't right. kill Bambi. Who didn't kill Bambi? What? Huh? Um, um, I, you know, I, I can appreciate the energy of the album. Yeah. And, like, there was this point when I was first, like, my first listening session to it where I was, like, trying to convince myself it was, like, a, a lesser Super Chunk album or something like that. Yes, yeah. Because it has that kind of big beat and yep. chugga-chugga-chugga kind of vibe, but I just, I, it just, I don't know. It just, the vocals, I don't care for, and then just something about it rubbed me the wrong way. I just couldn't get into it. I think, right. I think it is maybe, uh, even though this is the best of, of its kind. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. It's maybe very much a time and place thing. Okay. Because, like, if you maybe didn't grow up on this, I don't know if you'd be as fond of it now. Yeah. Like, because there's things that I like from the mid-80s when I was a kid and just listened to whatever that I thought were really good and yeah, were yeah. well-acclaimed at the time. But if I tried Nobody to play them for anyone now, it would it'd be a nightmare for people. Like, I really like Living Color. But mm-hmm. if I played you Living Colors Time's Up album, which I think is great. Except yeah. for the song Time's Except Up, for which the title nobody track. can nobody no, can dispute that that's an amazing song. <laughs> you would hate this album. Okay. Because it's so wrong for your ears now. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. It just doesn't fit with the musical landscape of any other time period. <laughs> no. No, no, not at all. Like, it, well, it reeks of I that gotta, time period. Man. All right. Well, so I, but I, uh, when you gave it to us, you said hopefully at the very least we can yeah. see the difference. And I do. Yeah. The re- I yeah, see the that reason there are levels that, yeah. to pop the punk one that re- aren't yeah. all dog shit. The one yeah. thing that I wanted to say, like, I don't think the album sucks. I just don't like it. Yeah. No, I think I think ultimately I can respect that this album exists. Sure. Yeah. And, and that people took time to make it. Yeah. yeah. This, uh, basically, I just wanted to hear that, like, or show that, like. Uh, I, I think uh, the Newfound Glory album I gave you guys came out in like '99, and that was like really the turning point when uh, when when a genre that I really liked kind of became something I didn't. Yeah, and this this was kind of more just like, but also when that turning point happened, there was other bands doing like pop punk that is more punk than pop punk. Yeah, and that like it didn't all kind of go the one way because I feel like when you say pop punk, everybody's like, oh, Barf. like yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, Blink One Eighty Two or whatever, but like I kind of wanted to say like, oh no, but there's other stuff that's a little bit more respectable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean I like this a lot more than any Blink One Eighty Two I've yeah. ever heard or Some Forty One or mm-hmm. 
nonsense. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving from the, moving from there idiot. on, moving from there on, I'm going to give you guys your punish album for this week. Oh. And um, oh. this is this is a good one, I think. I'm hoping uh, that I can they, that I can find it for you guys. And if I if if I can't find it, I'm going to give you a backup. Uh, mm-hmm. But basically, I'm going to give you "Having Fun with Elvis on Stage" from 1974, a live album by uh, Elvis uh, with no songs on it. Uh, it was a live album that they cut together of things he said between songs. <laughs> what? Oh, no way. <laughs> yes. Uh, widely <laughs> regarded as one of the weirdest, worst uh, car crash albums of all time. Uh, basically, it's just him talking on stage between songs. He mumbles and he's trying to joke with audience members in the band. And uh, He's doing there, crowd a, work? Yeah, Is he it's, doing it's crowd, crowd work? work. Basically, it's crowd work. And once where in a while... You, where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, this I think so. <laughs> and at one point, he does speak like autobiographically about like when he wanted to be a singer and stuff. But I think mostly it's just uh, weird in-between songs. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah. fantastic. This is going to be a weird listen. And, yeah, uh, but I'm a little excited I'm about this. I'm a little, little bit for now. Yeah, and if and if that if we can't find that for you, uh, the backup is uh, Crazy Frog, Crazy Hits. Oh, you fucking horrible! Oh <laughs> God, I fucking hate you! So, you horrible person! <laughs> so you guys better. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can find find the Elvis. Elvis album I for thought you. that was just one song. Is that uh, no, no? There was an album. There was an album. A whole album, a like whole twelve album songs. Of, yeah, yeah. Here it's like fifty minutes long. Ah, uh, you. That frog's a hell of a lot more talented featuring than I gave like. Oh, please find uh, Elvis. Talk. Yeah, <laughs> featuring like hit, the Crazy Frog versions of Axel F, Popcorn, We Like to Party, Pump up the jam get ready for this i like to move it you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take both of those albums and i'm gonna cut them together yeah. so, that, so that elvis is doing the little preamble and, and then, then uh, all and then when he goes out to go into a song it's like yeah so i'm pretty sure i can find the elvis song but uh elvis album but yeah if i can't that's coming your way well i look forward to either except for the frog one so let's roll right into rolling okay all right, this week we are rolling for the campaign as a good movie. Uh, hopefully good. Yeah. Uh, you never know with Will Ferrell movies. Uh, this yeah, time Will, with Will Zach Galifianakis, miss, though. But Zach Galifianakis is not yet hit and miss. Um, yeah. Like even The Hangover 2, which sucked, but the, he was funny in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that... It, it, Whoever wins can also go see Born Legacy. Yeah, that was um, our second possibility. Because those are two movies coming out that we all want to see, and uh, I'm so so the Born Legacy is out of the rolling, but not off the table. Yeah, if we you can have go time to it. go see yeah, a movie, because yeah. I I really want to see it. Yeah, yeah. And we, we were we had a hard time deciding which to roll for, because the easy uh, the easy roll for the loser this week is Hope Springs <laughs> with Meryl Streep and Tommy Lee Jones, mm-hmm. which is, if I understand, a sequel to Hope Floats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, from the Devil Wears Prada director. Yeah. Um, and that's and the also movie where me. Tommy Lee Jones and Meryl Streep don't yeah. want to fuck, but Steve Carell really wants them to fuck. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Blech. <laughs> Barf. Old people. Uh. <laughs> I don't know, but like, if that was the premise, like if that was the log line they presented. <laughs> and then they were like, greenlit. Yeah, yeah. No, I would I would see that movie if that's what they're focusing on. Like, yeah. just Steve Carell in his apartment late at night. Yeah. How do I make those old people fuck? So, you know, this movie I'm really turned off by just because in that shot in the preview where Meryl Streep's reading the How to Please Your Man book with the banana in her hand. I'm like, oh, God, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't now, but then my brain does it. You know, yeah. so you, you and I, I don't want to watch fucking Meryl Streep yeah. give a banana 
banana blowjob. I, most... I was sitting there going, suck the banana, suck the banana, suck the banana, suck the banana. <laughs> You're like, finally. Uh, <laughs> finally, a movie for me. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Um, I'm just going to roll. And uh, as right. usual, it's probably going to be a two. <laughs> we got or here? a one. You had a one last it time. Six. six. Oh, Gorman. finally. Well done, Gorm. Woo. Woo. Look at you. Someone's going to roll six. Now. Yeah. <laughs> One, One for, for Casey. Casey. Finally, a movie for Casey. And that's a that's six. six. Oh, it Casey matter. is <laughs> going. So I'm going to go ahead. Casey and... is going to see Hope Springs. Uh, uh, we're going to go see the campaign. I'm uh, going to try and squeeze both in. I might do the take yeah, a Saturday yeah, or Sunday well. or something and just yeah. go see both. You know. Yeah. See two good movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah. And I'm just going to go and go see my old people sex movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watch the old people sex movie. That's what they should fucking call that movie. What are you going to see? The old people sex movie. Hey, what? I've seen that movie online. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, there's just a commercial for Hope Springs, and it's all people coming out of the movie. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're coming out like shaking. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to see that. I didn't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should cut uh, the Hope Springs trailer with footage from Paranormal Activity, like audience mm. uh, shots, <laughs> like, like that, like green footage of people going like, ah! <laughs> and just one person going, oh, and that'll be oh me. Oh my god! That oh, we should do that and upload it to Funny or Die because yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's a good idea. Don't <laughs> steal it, internet patenting <laughs> or or steal it. Whatever. And do it, because I might us. not. <laughs> yeah, we probably won't, so you go ahead. Uh, all right. Oh, man, well, I'm pleased with that. Yeah. That's good. Oddly, Definitely. I think so am I, because I haven't had uh, uh, an no, enjoyable... An old person boner in a while. Because <laughs> yeah. I haven't been aroused from old people not wanting to fuck in a while. No, that wouldn't be true. But <laughs> just uh, saying, my heart hasn't been warmed at the same time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Finally, a movie that warms my pants and my heart. <laughs> uh, I've got a heart boner. <laughs> a heart, heart on. on. Hey! <laughs> uh, goodbye. Hope Springs is a uh, it's a gold mine here, people. Yeah. All right. I'm actually kind of glad because the campaign I will probably see again anyway. And yeah. And, well, unless uh, we tell you it sucks. Yeah. Uh, you don't own me. I'll see it if I damn well want to. <laughs> All right, Unless let's. Uh, we tell you, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to Hero Swap Cage Match. Cage Match. Hero Swap. All right, Hero Swap Cage Match. Uh, Greg, let's go. All right, it, uh, this is our week. <laughs> throw it to Greg. You, th- uh, you threw to it. Over to you, Greg. <laughs> uh, football practice. Um, <laughs> all right, so Cage Match uh, is our weekly segment where we pit two action characters against each other in a fight to the death. The loser dies and the winner moves on until so we whittle our way down to one greatest action character of all time of all time now we've made some changes this week because we've yes. been listening to our stuff and like we like how cage match is going but it needs a little bit more dynamic yes. to it and, and a little and more clarification say, in areas i will say this this change is due in part to a listener uh our listener doug doug what's up we're uh, hey, uh we're doing this for you buddy hi, hi doug hello <laughs> there you go continue yeah. all right so um, these are the changes we've made. We've added uh, a different scenario 
uh, to Jungle and Thunderdome. There's also now the uh, UFC Squared Circle or whatever they call it, the Octagon. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. The octagon. Yeah, and the yeah, rules the of circle is, uh, is WWF. WWF? Yeah, 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 that's wrestling. Sorry. So the octagon and the rules of that apply. So no eye gouging, no weapons. Mm-hmm. It just you know, it's just a straight up grudge straight match up fight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the jungle. The way we're going to do the jungle now is uh, if uh, if a character has a signature weapon yeah. or or something, then they have that with them in the jungle. If the jungle is much much larger, strategy mm-hmm. can be uh, in place there. Thunderdome. Um, I rewatched Thunderdome and took a, a log of the weapons that are, that exist that exist yeah, in that are, are the actual Thunderdome. The in the Thunderdome. And what we have in the Thunderdome are a uh, there's a chainsaw, a giant hammer, a spear with a blade on the end of it, a bat with spikes, and a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> so you can call for help. It will never come. <laughs> you, now the way we'll work with that is when when we have the Thunderdome well, scenario, I'll come help you. Uh, when the Thunderdome scenario happens, we will roll the dice and uh, we have numbered one through six, either no weapon, the whistle, or the bat, the spear, the hammer, or the chainsaw. Yeah, and we'll do that for each character to decide what weapon they get their hands on. So that's how we're going to do it. There will be changes in format when we move on to round two. But, yeah, uh, but we have a while to go. We have a right? while to go, <laughs> and we want to kind of blaze through round one as fast as possible. So let's get right to it. Yes, our first, today. our match today. This is a great match. Yep. I'm really excited about this match. We have John Matrix from, from the Commando, Commando film. Oh, uh, my God. And Frank Martin from the Transporter film. And, and we're going with uh, as as appears in Transporter 2, right? Uh, well, if you, you've seen all of them, right? Yeah. So if there's anything that he does is something... I that, think they're most... I think he's I summed think he's, up he's, in 2, yeah. right? I think I think he's summed up in two in that he can do everything and anything, yeah. <laughs> pretty in, much, including mind puzzles. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including but not limited to mind, mind puzzles. puzzles. <laughs> and also, he's he's brilliant enough to know exactly how fast he should be driving in in which to flip his car to get a right. bomb knocked off the bottom by a crane. Yeah, by yeah. just visually looking at it, he's he'll be okay. I'll just do that. Oh, okay, I did it. And he's not distracted by the terrible special effects going no. on around him. <laughs> now, this uh, before we get into the actual fight, I do want to talk about Transporter 2 for a minute. Because yes, this yeah. movie is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This... Inma- insanely amazing. You stopped before <laughs> yeah, you okay. said Lee amazing. <laughs> you forgot to I don't know finish. why you, you trailed off before saying <laughs> Lee, Lee great. <laughs> okay, now the fighting is excellent. Um, you know, Are you st- is that you saying like you said that like there's something that's in this movie that isn't excellent? <laughs> you just keep. I don't. Okay. I'm lost. So uh, <laughs> be careful what you say about Transporter Two, Greg. Is what I'm saying. Is it, is it have like an emotional Ma- connection? Matthew Modine is in it, and uh, like there's, I, don't, I don't really understand. Well, okay, now the, I'll just go to one thing. So uh, the the cure for this. Um, deadly virus that's going to oh, be unleashed on the city. That. <laughs> 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 Which the I would you know it's a it's a convoluted plot uh, and so there is a deadly virus that's going to be unleashed on the city, and the bad guy trying to figure out what, how he can transport safely the antidote is that he decides the best way is to inject it into his bloodstream. Yeah, which then I don't understand when they're trying to capture him and to use him to. 
Do they have to like blow him up and get everyone's blood, his blood on everyone to sure. cure them? Of it? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just gonna say. Well, yes, yes of course. <laughs> like that's really. Oh man, there's so much weird shit in this movie. That oh, but it's so good. It's totally <laughs> worth. Everyone should watch Transporter Two because it's so. Yeah, I think retarded. Tra- Transporter Two alongside the Marine. Uh, John Cena is the Marine. Yeah, yeah, John totally. Cena is masterpiece. Oh, the Marine that's a lovely I, are, movie. are two movies that I just think are cut from the same cloth, where it's just like. Oh, they're so ridiculous and fucked up, and like it's so weird how far over the top they went. Oh yeah, because I felt like the first one. I remember when I saw the first one, I was like, "You, you can't do that," you know. Like it was, <laughs> it was grounded enough for me to not to to kind of call it on its shit. Like sure. there's a part in the first one where he like is gonna drive off of like a bridge, and he hits like he hits the curb, and then all of a sudden he's like above like the the guardrail on the bridge and is soaring or whatever. And I was like, right. that's so fucking stupid. But then in this one, it's like... Well, he jumps so, off that building into yeah. another building's yeah. parking so crazy. garage. Yeah, I was just like... <laughs> and he's driving between the two buildings. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the first one's pretty good, like, going back to it, but 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 I didn't know that, that it was supposed to be as ridiculous as it was. So when I saw number two, I was like, I'm on board with this outrageousness. Right. Now, something that has nothing to do with Frank Martin that I just thought was funny was... Well, there is... Okay, so he plays a game with the kid, the riddle stuff yeah it's a game like, play the game it's riddles yeah. yeah i'll tell you a riddle and you figure it out it's yeah. not a fucking game kid. um so the, but the kid loves it and then at the end of the movie he's in the hospital room with his mom and his dad his dad is matthew modine yeah and the kid's like now uh, okay let's play the game what has a lot of eyes but can't see it's brown on the outside but white in the middle it's a it's a vegetable <laughs> and but matthew modine i know he's supposed to be like a dad who's like playing along yeah but he's not acting like that he's like legitimately he's throwing t- out guesses like <laughs> uh, a snake uh, hot dog uh, and he guesses he's like, this is gonna kill me or a hot dog. Dog. he's like this is gonna kill me if you don't because everyone knows that snakes have a lot of eyes yeah. and are brown on the outside yeah. and white on the inside and are yeah. vegetables. Everybody knows yeah. that. And often confused with hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a snake, a hot dog, a uh, different snake. I have conf- yeah. Uh, you, are you guys, a hot dog? You guys saying Smaller you've never confused dog? a snake for a hot dog? Well, <laughs> I've had some crazy picnics, I, I tell you. I, I, was, I was eating the snake one time, and I'm like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Now, um, John Matrix from the Commando uh, movie was like Schwarzenegger. Uh, really, like, fucking took off with Commando. Like, this yeah. was the first movie that kind of almost established that entire genre totally. of, like, ridiculousness. The one-liners, the kills. Now, here's a fun yeah, fact, yeah. too. This is what makes John Matrix a super badass in this competition. Uh, he has 88 on-screen kills in this movie. Yes. He yes. kills 88 Unreal. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, wow. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and some so violently. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got. But I mean, it's varied too. He drops a guy off a cliff. He has a pretty solid like kung fu fist fight with Bill mm-hmm. Duke. He, yeah, then yeah, he, he just wipes out around the island. I mean, there's the famous scene where the everyone kind of talks about the blade, the mm-hmm. the, the, the saw blade, yeah, cutting yeah. the top of the guy's head off. Like, oh, that's so horrible. But it's the guy right before that because he takes an axe, but he's holding the axe by the handle, but upside down. Yeah. So picture that the axe is downwards, and he swings it in an upwards motion, yeah. right into a guy's right into dick. Guy's dick yeah. <laughs> and it's just the old dick splitter. <laughs> it's a classic move. <laughs> ah, you got him with the dick splitter. Yeah. <laughs> commando oh, commentators yeah, to see that. <laughs> again. Oh, commando with the dick splitter. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And I love very, Commando. It's a special. He's movie. good at a lot. Yeah, I mean, he has weapons training, totally. you know, everything. Um, uh, he can feed the hell out of a random deer with his totally. kid. That, <laughs> see, that's why one thing I love about Commando is the opening credits <laughs> look like deer was satisfied. Totally satisfied. satisfied. The opening credits look like it's a sitcom yeah. you're about to watch about <laughs> Alyssa Milano. Commando. 
Turn out work. Samantha. Yeah. Samantha. Come on, do your homework. Do it. Do the dishes. And now he's a super guy. He smells the bad guys coming. First, he hears the helicopters before you can hear them. Yeah. And then he's like, when they leave guards there to help him out in case people come to kill him because all of his old team are dead. Yeah. And uh, when the assault happens, Schwarzenegger's giving instructions to his security guys, like, you know, do this, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and stay downwind. And he's like, what, you expect me to smell them? Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like, you fucking, you smelled them. Yeah. <laughs> Dang them. <laughs> so all of these things are applied. These yes. are what he can do when we get into this. So let's yeah. figure out where, where these are two they? guys are. So if I roll one or two, we're in a UFC ring, uh, which would be very interesting. Uh, if I roll three or four, we'll be in the jungle. Um, and if the, if it is the jungle, then you get signature weapons, yeah. which with Schwarzenegger is going to be a big gun. Yeah. And with Frank Martin, uh, coconut gloves. Coconut gloves. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Coconut gloves. Coconut gloves. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That was the best thing about that movie. <laughs> and five or six is Thunderdome. All, All right. right. Let's see where we are. We are six. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. So we, we got to roll for... We got to roll to see who gets weapons. All right. Let's okay. Just, uh, yeah, let's roll it. Okay, Frank Martin gets a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> coconut gloves and a whistle. I don't see how he guess, will ever lose. He can have the coconut gloves. <laughs> yeah, he can, yeah, he keeps the coconut gloves. <laughs> and Schwarzenegger has a giant, giant hammer. Uh, oh, I was Jesus. hoping for a whistle fight. <laughs> but who can blow it loud enough to blow out the other's eardrums or something? <laughs> whistle fight, go! Okay. <laughs> And they're on the straps, the bouncy, bouncy straps. To yes. Jump around Thunderdome. Okay. Let's, All right. Let's talk about this. I feel like Frank Martin of uh, Transporter might have a little bit of an edge because I, th- I think he's a little more agile. He's very, he's yeah, more he's like yeah. martial arts. Total ass kicker. So like, he can bounce he's around just that this place. side of, of physical reality. Yeah. 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 And, and Schwarzenegger in Commando is a little bit more like, you know, bulky. He's, you know, he's not really going to yeah, yeah. jump yeah. around as he much. He is the ultimate soldier, though. Yeah. Like, he led this team of essentially mercenaries. And he has and he a was, big hammer? He has a big hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like so, that. I feel like that weapon is really gonna. Yeah, that adds something. He's just gonna smash tra- transporter. You know, I feel like <laughs> he's gonna be. This transporter is gonna be jumping around, and then he's like he. In turn, Can we only you know? call them transporter would, and command? Yeah. <laughs> well, he is the transporter. Yeah. Yes, he does. Tribe, so I've seen him transport. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> Actually, you know what? He didn't transport, he didn't transport anything. anything in Transporter 2. <laughs> no. The only thing he transported was the kid to the kidnappers. Yeah, it was, but yeah. In, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. It was a terrible transporter. Yeah, that was um, uh, some bad transporting. <clears throat> yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards you know, Commando now that command, uh, fuck, I'm going to call him that, Commando. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the hammer is really the hammer is a the big deal. Yeah. yeah, like he is, uh, John Matrix is good with weapons. Like yeah. He's, uh, with pretty uh, much yeah. a, a number of weapons. I, yeah. yeah. If, Transport, if Transporter had a, uh, a Frank... Uh, if he had more than a whistle. Yeah, if yeah. he had more than a whistle, <laughs> if he had like... Like a rope, or you know, like nunchucks. He's yeah, very he good with like swinging with a rope, or like if he yeah, had like, yeah. if he had like a if he had fire the spear hose. with a blade on the end, I yeah. think he'd be. I think it's in, in the first really one shape. he does a fight with like uh, um, uh, big like industrial fire hoses, mm-hmm. and he's like no, that was them the second on. one. Oh, is that the second one? He's yeah, like whipping yeah. them around and shit. Yeah, it like was he's amazing. Re- and then he really turns it on and everything was flying. That shit was awesome. And I've been sitting here trying to figure out something he could do because he's super clever with what's around, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out something he can do with that whistle. 
But <laughs> I'm, I'm coming up short. Well, well, maybe he would be good yeah. at like figuring out a way to like run up to the top of the thing or something that Schwarzenegger couldn't do and like attack from the top. Yeah, you know, or something I think like he's that. definitely yeah. even with the giant flip. hammer. He's gonna. There's a fight that's gonna happen here. Yeah. Oh, there is a fight, and and if we're talking about true physics here. Uh, they're on the the bouncy straps, right? Yeah. Now, uh, Frank Martin is going to oh, be a yeah, lot more straps. agile because he's on bouncy straps, whereas yeah. uh, um, Commando John Matrix is he's a heavier dude. Yeah, and he's, he's carrying a the giant straps, hammer. Yeah. The, so straps, the straps, I think, are gonna. Yeah, he's not going to be as agile on those straps because yeah. he's got the big hammer and the yeah, giant you know arms. Yeah, I think uh, Frank. Um, is gonna find. I think he might be able to find a way to like get the hammer away from him by mm. way of by just special bounciness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that happening. Because um, he's he's fought in the transporter series people with big weapons and he sure. has nothing. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, even but, and then he will eventually. Yeah. Too, yeah. He, he kills that guy with a boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, this would have been great in like in the jungle or whatever to have something to like give like you know give him like a uh, drop a tree on him or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Um, um, now, so good now Commando, <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> Commando, he's got other skills too because he uh, he knows how to sexually arouse his 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 yep. rival. Because <laughs> yep. that scene when he's now he's been and shot and stabbed and he's all screwed up, you know. But he's, and so uh, uh, the bad guy, the uh, uh, who's the uh, also the bad guy in Road Warrior. Yep. Um, he's got Commando's daughter. But fortunately, or Commando is smart enough to know. Well, I can make him really horny. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he, he gets him to throw the gun away, and he's like, "Come on, guy, you don't want to shoot me? You want to take the knife and stick it inside of me yeah. and turn it to see the look on my face when it's inside of yeah. me?" <laughs> and he and like, he's freaking out. The Bennett's like, <laughs> <laughs> "I don't need the gun, John." <laughs> You know, he gets yeah, stick stick it inside him. He'll do it. You know, come on, Miss Poppy. Yeah. (laughs) So he's you know he's a cerebral assassin as well. Yeah. So he might get the transporter too horny to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Although I don't know if the kids the kids super hot mom couldn't give him a boner. This is true. You know, he's got yeah he's got a one track mind about kicking ass. Uh, Yeah, for sure. Potato. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I honestly, I honestly think now that we've hashed it out i mm-hmm. think uh frank martin might might do it i just think that he's speed and agility yeah i, I, I think i hate speed to say but i think too. so too and i think yeah. i think because he's going to be bouncing around he's going to be here yeah. there everywhere yeah uh, uh, totally. around around uh commando john matrix schwarzenegger who's going to be like who's going to get a little confused i think he's going to use that whistle to confuse him a little bit <laughs> yeah i think yeah. he's going to be, gonna be like, am i over here he's gonna be like, am i over there yeah, exactly <laughs> be like like, well, where's that whistle coming from? Yeah, yeah. He's going to, like, rig it up so the wind is going to blow into the, into whistle, the whistle, and he's going to think he's on the left <laughs> when he's actually over here on the right. right. No, but I actually I do think speed and agility is going to win this, especially with the bouncy things. Yeah, that's, and I, I think that's that my... ultimately what's going to kill... I, I, I think I'm on board. I think right. I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm gonna go uh, Frank Martin, and I think that... Um, it's an interesting turn of events, it yeah. being our first one that, with the weapons. But I think the weapon is going to be a hindrance to uh, <laughs> it's a big heavy hammer to Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Um, I I have to disagree though. I feel like this is uh, all Matrix with that giant hammer too, and because it is showing he's not just he is a big guy, but he's not a clumsy guy by any means. No, and he does have straight straight hand to hand combat where he can clearly handle himself, and but he's I quick like and a fighter. I mean, this guy kills eighty eight people. He takes out an yeah. island of armed it's true. assailants. But all, the, <laughs> but all the fights are very like '80s action fights where it's like you know they're like 
they're like standing in front of each other, eighties action fights and doing this stuff. Is very it's true. not a lot of like um transporter stuff, which is very uh stunt flippy, flippy. And yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is why I would say Command, uh, Fair enough. I don't know. That's all it takes is the two. I'm just yeah. putting my uh, my word in for uh, John Matrix. I, I'm surprised. I, I was sure that uh, I was sure that it was going to be hard for anybody to to uh, yeah, get to the jump a on a Schwarzenegger character at yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually really surprised that um, we ended up that at that place with Schwarzenegger. Commando fucking is one of the best of all time. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Commando is a super awesome movie, and the Transporter Two is. Gorman, it's also an awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what are you prefacing it with that? It's like uh, your <laughs> edit point. No, I, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sucks balls. Oh, no. It's a guilty thing. It's a fucking, it's a horrible yeah. movie, but I just, there's, there's something about it that sure. I love. It, 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 it's, it's oddly charming yeah. in how terrible it is, and Matthew Modine is ridiculous. But, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I do love that one scene where, like, he's fighting, like, that crazy hot blonde girl who's, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. and she's on the bouncy yeah. straps for yeah, some yeah, reason. Yeah, and, yeah. and then, and, and, like, just, the, they're about to get into it, and then. It's like, oh, we got to cut this for time. Can we just get a giant wall of spikes that she gets stuck to? Yeah, can we just cut to that and avoid all the actual yeah. getting to? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just turn around. She's on some spikes. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so remember, kids, this is about uh, skill sets. It's not mm-hmm. about the quality of the movie. Yeah. No, so absolutely. Frank so. Martin will so be we're going to run on. into John some. Matrix uh, is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of sad about We're at an hour five. All right. What do you What do you say? Do you want? Are we going to throw this second round in? I want to get it over okay. with because it's it's not a this long conversation. One, right? This is a really quick one. Okay. We always had to have a little bit of fun with some characters we're adding in here, and yeah. there's got to be lambs for slaughter. So <laughs> today, and again, we randomly pulled all the matchups, and the second matchup we'll do because it's going to be fast is Carrie Mahoney, <laughs> played by Steve Gutenberg in the Police Academy movies. Yeah. Versus Elizabeth Salander <laughs> from the uh, Dragon Tattoo yeah. trilogy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, we'll go with the Numi Rapace. Yes, of course. Incarnation, because yeah, yeah. well, that's all three movies yeah, as opposed to yeah, the, uh, the David Fincher one, which is good. I, I liked Fincher's I've take on it. it I've heard that it was kind of like, why did they bought, like, I don't know. Well, I always, you know what? When you watch two and three of the, uh, yeah, of the original. Yeah, i two, but never three. They're not well told, I find. They aren't no. well-made movies. Yeah. I, and always, I feel like you could you, you can improve on them as far as a cinematic mm. standpoint goes. Yeah. And I, You're I not going to improve on... Numi Rapace, although yeah. uh, uh, Rooney Mara was does, does awesome. Good. Yeah, she was like I didn't know. I didn't think she would be that good. Yeah, she, they, was they very, she, was she got nominated for that. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I just thought that the first one was so like Americanized and mm. Fincher-esque. Like oh, it was totally. it was basically an American thriller just made somewhere yeah. else kind of. And so I was always like, that's weird. But anyway, uh, okay. so we're now, gonna do this. Yeah. And oh, let's we, see where they are. Yeah, where are they? Who knows? This is gonna matter. <laughs> it, does, yeah, it, it could this does change things. I know. That's I, you true. Know, this is kind of fun. Okay, they are in the uh, UFC ring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say whether whether he wins or loses at some point. Uh, Kerry Mahoney is going to get rapist tattooed on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. Because uh, yeah. he is going to try and fuck her. Because he's going to try to yeah. fuck her. He's yeah. got one in the oven. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one, one, in, the one in the oven. Uh, ba- basically, this, uh, yeah, he's going to go into this match thinking, like, he is going to get some. Yeah. He is not going to get any. No, no. Yeah, he, like he's, unless, he's, unless some is death. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> she is going to fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no question. They're in the UFC, so okay, so they don't have any weapons or anything. No, no, no. Um, 
he all he has is his one in the oven, which maybe she finds that funny. No, like, maybe yeah, she yeah. just what no, the you shirt know, that says one in the oven. It's a melon yeah. shirt. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> the thing the thing that's gonna happen, I think, is is it's gonna go on for a while because I don't think she's gonna have a reason. You know, it seems like she's very logical. Like she's not gonna kill somebody for no reason yeah. until that he's done something to her. But eventually, he's gonna say something. But he's terrible. gonna yeah, try yeah. to fuck her, yeah. and she's gonna. She'll be having none. I mean, of it. Yeah. she'll have a flashback yeah. or something. If it's right. like five hours into them just sitting around talking because they're not like violent people, yeah. She's yeah. Like, oh, uh, you're a sex. Oh, also, pig. you're yeah. 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 <laughs> so then she's gonna beat the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just kind of choke him out. I see some yeah. kind of like horrible choke move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna just squeeze the life. Out and for, and for out like the Carrie first Mahoney. little bit, like yeah. she'll be choking him, and he'll have like that kind of like Carrie Mahoney wing yeah, yeah. smirk on his He's face. I think it's a big goof. Yeah, yeah, and he'll be all like, "Oh, it's... how am I gonna turn this around? Oh, oh I can't breathe though." Yeah, <laughs> like it's gonna get to a point where he's like, uh, "What?" And yeah, then, and, and this is actually happening. Me dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm Carrie Mahoney. She will squeeze the life out of his body. Yes, absolutely. Light um, leaves Gary Mahoney's eyes, yeah. <laughs> leaving his dead body in the middle of the ring. Which I think was the end of Police Academy 4? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. He was done with the series, so they killed so him off killed in a ridiculously off. violent way. And then yeah. they went to Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, he's oh, dead. That's All right. Elizabeth is moving She's on. She's going on. Yeah. Uh, next week, we've got a pretty cool one. Uh, next week, we have uh, Wesley from The Princess Bride mm-hmm. yeah. versus Timothy Dalton's Bond, mm-hmm. right. which is a really weird Bond, skill, yeah. set of skill uh, skill sets going yes. against each other. Very, very strange. Uh, he has, one of his skill mm-hmm. sets is to have the public hate him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People will think he is the worst Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, you know, I just want to. He'll, he'll threaten to kill the franchise. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> speaking of Bond, and uh, b- before the, the Total thing. Recall trailer, uh, I saw the Bond the trailer Skyfall, Skyfall that you saw. Yes. And yeah. Holy fuck! fuck now, I can't wait. Now to see all that. I want to do is watch that movie. Uh, I told you, it looks it so, looks so wow, good. It looks good. It looks good because like the action, everything looks good. It looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. Yep. And then the story, just like like it's like they almost told the story. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, I think. I think I mentioned it on the other when I talked about it, uh, but I, I just I'm really excited that it seems like they finally um, like kicked up the visuals a notch because Quantum of Solace I thought I like that as as an action movie, but it doesn't have that like kick yeah. or yeah. that like visual like flair. And this yeah. one I'm just like holy yeah, shit, so vibrant and yeah. beautiful. Yeah, and, and I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, I think Sam Mendes was an, an, an amazing <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. kick. Yeah, and and. and would you just? Could you? Could you? Aww. Aww. Um, I, I also wanted to say I saw the. Uh, I'm not a big Ben Affleck uh, fan, but I saw oh, the Argo. for Argo. Yeah, it and looks alright. That, that thing looks actually yeah, really I'm good. Very I'll watch in that. that yeah. I really want to see that. I also saw the trailer for the. They made another Resident Evil movie. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I can't believe they made another yeah, one. They, they, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they just keep doing. They it. just keep making. It those. looks so horrible. Have you yeah. seen any of those? I'm going to see it. Though. No, they're no, well, I saw the first one. I I haven't seen many of the sequels, but I'm probably going to go see this one. I saw. I don't know why. I, I think I saw like the fourth one. Yeah. I saw the first one and maybe minutes, the fourth maybe. one where they're out in the desert. And, yeah, uh, I wanted to see Allie that because there. Trailer. Oh, I heard about But that I heard one. that was bad. Yeah, yeah, they're all bad. Yeah. Not one of them is good. But they make... But they're, they're, they make a lot of money. To yeah, make, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, people keep going, yeah. I guess. Why? They, they make a lot of... Well, the, it's in 3D, the people, too. The people so. sitting around me in the in Total Recall today, yeah. they could tell you why people go in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly that. Like... What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's the end of the show. Yeah. Well, Anything well, goes, yeah. even though you did it earlier at the beginning. <laughs> We're bookending on burps. Yeah. Um, 
I could have moved the mic. I chose not to. You chose yeah. not to. You made a strong choice. Um, and I think our listeners are going to respect you for it. So uh, is that about it? No, almost. That is it. Uh, we're introducing one more new segment. Oh, yeah. That'll be kind of our oh, yes. closing to each episode. I'm excited about this one because this is one that we used to sit around and get drunk and play. Yeah, uh, totally. And it makes sense now. I mean, there's so many remakes, and I'm just fucking so... As I see more images, and it's coming, and I've been trying to pretend it isn't happening, but the Evil Dead remake is on the way. Yeah. And it yeah. just hurts my soul. Because don't worry, buddy. Diablo Cody's writing. I know. It's just yeah. like re- remaking Evil Jesus. Dead is the stupidest yeah. thing in the world because the story of Evil Dead, the script, is not much of a thing. What makes that movie, all of those movies, great, um, are is the the the, the inventive direction yeah. by Sam Raimi and, and the Ash. fantastically weird performances by yeah. Bruce Campbell. That's yeah. what makes those movies. What these people are selling you now is a fucking name. They, yeah. You might as well be buying a fucking T-shirt yeah. at the musical because that's all this is. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care if it looks nice or whatever. It's fucking bullshit. It is. Anyway. I agree. With all the remakes bonanza, it's, you know, they, oh, everyone, you got to recast it. So Casey and I used to sit around and get drunk and recast movies. So that's what we're going to do now. And yeah. We're going to randomly draw a name of a film out of a cup. Or a movie. A movie, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we will uh, spend the week recasting it. Yeah. One of us will recast it the way we think it should be done. Like a good way. One yeah. will recast it the way we think Hollywood would do it. Yeah. And the other one recasts it in the stupidest way possible. <laughs> so let's do, do you guys want to do that in that order? Sure. Do you want to uh, do the way you want to see it? Uh, okay. Bad, stupid, right. or and what? And then we're going to sure. we're, we're rotate that yeah. every week. So okay. I'm doing it the way I hope it is. And you're I'll doing, do Hollywood. And you're and doing I'll do and like a dummy. Terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and the movie we are doing is Better Off Dead. Oh, oh God. Wow. A classic Savage, Savage Steve Holland movie starring one John Cusack. Favorite Me too. Yeah, I one of the best movies fucking of all time. adore yeah. that movie. Uh, so yeah. watch Better Off Dead. Yeah. Um, listen to Crazy Frog or yeah. Elvis yeah, Presley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, and, tweet, uh, we'll tweet and post what album it is in a day or yeah, two yeah 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 um yeah um, and oh, uh, before i plug our stuff there there was one more thing i wanted to mention there's a toronto podcast called rewatchability yeah, 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 yeah right. podcast they they, yeah, they put out a episode about ernest goes to camp and i was listening to it this week and i just loved it uh, yeah so oh, I, saw right. you, I saw you tweeting about that i'm almost done the new comedy bang bang and yeah. once i'm done that i'm if gonna you, listen to rewatchability. yeah if you ever wa- have seen that movie or liked it or whatever and you want to hear three funny people talking about it it's good i like i just i don't know why i just really wanted to say it. like it's fucking hilarious yeah you should totally listen to rewatchability not only because uh, uh well i mean not only because it's like a toronto podcast and i feel like people really need to embrace that in toronto but yeah. it's also just genuinely great like it mm-hmm. works alongside who charted and comedy and, like how did this it's get made as great as, yeah, totally. as, uh, as any of the yeah and i just podcasts. like listening to mo- like any i'll listen to any podcast about some dumb movie that like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and it's not it doesn't like at first you kind of go like oh i don't know it seems a lot like um how did this get made but it's a different podcast altogether. yeah sure yeah sweet <laughs> Um, so you can find us on the internet on Twitter at SYNWPC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SYNWPC and follow at Modern Superior as well to get updates about other shows. Yeah. Uh, like possibly a show from Casey. Ah, that is, I do have a show in the works. I'm not promising anything. I'm in the midst of recording it right now. It could totally suck my balls, but, Uh uh, uh, I, ideally this thing should be up by next month. Yeah. Sweet. All right. All right. Sweet. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Internet. Internet. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.